0: This is a fourth-hand production. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now, are they are they UFOs, or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental I don't uh, know, planes man. that they're building?
1: police in espanola are catching more than just criminals they're catching images of what they believe are ghosts
2: this weird animal-like creature that was shot wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways
3: and welcome to strange uncles everybody i'm shane i'm john i'm josh how are you guys been by the way? Oh, just
0: peachy, <laughs> just peachy, just stuck inside my house still.
3: Yeah, I think we all are. You know, I know it's only been a week, but I feel like uh, I feel like it's been months. Time is going by. If I turn into Tom Hanks off uh, Castaway, I just don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I don't want to be in that mood, to be honest with you. So anyway, well, I just I just blatantly lied. I
0: I haven't been stuck in my house. I was in Yellowstone <laughs> all weekend, so. You can't lie to the listeners, dude. It's a
3: blatant lie. So sorry about that. That's all right. We'll take that one. Anyway, um, no, that's awesome. So we we actually have a special surprise for the listeners today, uh, and we've been trying to line this up for a while, um, and we finally managed to do it. So for those of you who are watching the video, you can already see them kind of lined up there in uh, in Zoom, but we want to do a quick introduction and kind of explain some of the background here of uh, of these two and kind of go from there. So here at Strange Uncles, uh, we stumbled on something really, really cool when we initially had Thomas Winterton on for a bonus episode where we cover the show Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, so it seemed that he and his wife were also actively involved in something pretty amazing regarding resonances. Uh, so let us introduce Melissa Winterden and reintroduce Thomas Winterden in regards to that research, if we can. So uh, Melissa is a mother, wife, composer, mentor, and businesswoman. She has helped many individuals in clearing their emotional and spiritual paths, using frequency and sound therapy, and these people travel from all over the United States to seek your unique method of Resonance Meditation. Thomas is the CEO, president, and supporter of Melissa and Resonance Meditations. He has also been involved in many other small businesses that he has started, such as construction companies, uh, boutique hotels, film production, and is currently the superintendent for the Skinwalker Ranch, which is where our paths uh, initially crossed. Melissa and Tom, great to have you on. Welcome to Strange Uncles.
1: Hey, thank you. Happy to be here. It's
2: great to be with you guys again.
1: Yeah, it's yes, great Thanks having
2: again. you guys back. Well, having you back and it's nice to meet you, Melissa.
1: Nice to meet you too. In fact, the podcast name Strange Uncles makes it intriguing just to like meet you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> We've heard that once or twice, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if nothing else, you know, it's it's you know, it it sounds good and kind of brings us out of the out of the back a little bit. But um,
1: I think it's great. Pleasure to meet you all.
3: Yeah. You too. I appreciate you guys' time and everything on, on doing this. Um, you know, and I think we've, as of lately, we've been starting most episodes just because of the condition of what we're going through all of us. Um, we hope that you guys are happy and healthy, everything good up there in the Utah basin.
2: Yeah. we we've been very fortunate out here. I mean, obviously like everybody else, we've had to take precautions and, and, uh, You know, the face mask and a few things like that. But as a whole, our area has been largely unaffected by it. And uh, we, you know, our style hasn't been cramped too bad. That's good.
0: That's good. I I envy sometimes living or want to live in a rural area just for that uh, avoidance of all the crap that comes with living in a city.
1: Makes sense.
3: Absolutely. I think we, my wife and I actually went back for 4th of July weekend and we spent a day in Butte, Montana just because she's never been there and it's a little mining town in Montana and we always look up the cases when we travel and and she goes, oh she goes, I got bad news. I'm like, yeah she says there's one case of COVID in Butte I'm like, (laughs) I'll take that that's fine. Let's just avoid that one guy I think we're good, you know, so (laughs) something be said about small towns and small atmosphere and I'm glad you guys are happy and healthy, but so we, the reason we have you on the show is because uh, Thomas, you mentioned something when we initially had you on again, like the intro uh, from Secrets of Skinwalker. You had mentioned that you and your wife were involved in a side project that you were working, in. of course, this project has turned into something a lot larger and and a lot bigger. And uh, you know, we've read through some notes, and you know, people people from fourteen countries and everything else. Like it's it's just been, it's I guess it's been introduced and welcomed greatly from a lot of people. Um, and it's been helping a lot of people and and it's kind of on the right pathway for that. Um, we want to kind of give you guys the chance. I I guess we want to start with the history, like what, and Melissa, mainly this is for you maybe is what's the history. What made you discover that you could do this, that this was a thing and, and kind of leap into where this occurs now.
1: Okay. Sure thing. So about five years ago, I considered myself just a normal stay at home mom with three kids and a crazy husband and two businesses. I had no idea that I could do um, what I do. And so I just embarked on somewhat of a uh, self-improvement journey and looking for me. And we hired kind of like a mentor and Thomas and I were like, what else is there out there? We felt we, like we had achieved achieved a certain level of success to where we were going, all right, now it's time for us to reach down and do something more. And um, we, d- we learned that we had to reach in to reach down, if that makes sense. Um, so I just, long story short, <laughs> um, since I was a little girl, I actually have been able to see beyond what most people see. And um, so I was in Italy. I, was, I had the opportunity to go to Italy and um, I just want to make it really short, like a brief history. And while I was in Italy, I connected with, um, with one of the great composers who obviously lived a long, long, long time ago. And I was in Florence and it shocked me that I was able to connect with this spirit. And I know it sounds odd, but (laughs) it's where my awakening happened. And I went, oh my gosh, I just had communication directly from this spirit to me. And it spoke to me. And I love music and I wanted to inspire and empower through music. However, I did not know that this would be exactly the route that it took me. Mm. Um, And, and from this experience and um, working with this individual who is an individual, although I can't see him, he's taught me much. um, I learned that I can hear a resonance or a frequency in anything living, including dis-ease within the body. Um, including like a soul sound or, or this resonance that you put off. Um, I can hear nature, uh, <laughs> all kinds of things. And it, like it shocked me when I was open to that. And the way that it was opened was through a series of learning how to meditate uh, in a certain way, which is why I put together this meditation process so that I could teach others how it was taught to me in spirit, if that makes sense.
2: You know, Melissa, she's been a concert pianist for the entire time we've been married. She could play anything you put in front of her. Uh, she's got an incredible musical gift. And uh, shortly after we were married, I, you know, I was just like, man, let's write some music together. That'd be a lot of fun. And uh, she, she can't play by ear. Like she can't hear something on the radio and sit down and play it. She, and she has always had a hard time memorizing music as well. And so I, I kept pushing her, like, let's write some music. It'll be fun. And I finally gave up because she...
1: It was awful. I
2: mean, frankly, she sucked. <laughs> it, right? it, was bad. it
1: was really bad. Yes. I can't even play Happy Birthday without the music. I have to see it to play it.
2: That's wild. Yeah. So you put anything down in front of her. You know, Melissa, when, when there's a hard piece here in the basin that someone needs played or accompanied to... They can always call her last minute because you can put it down in front of her and she can just play it through the first time. Um, she's incredible mm. pianist, but uh, you know I really took note because she she went on this trip to Italy. She connected with this this famous composer and and had this
1: uh, awakening
2: a, awakening this amazing experience. And and all I know is that when she got back and she, and she came home to a brand new grand piano, which was another. Like all these things just kind of fell into place. We had this grand piano basically fall in our laps, brand new Baldwin. Mm-hmm. And and um, so she's sitting, I come home from work one day. This is shortly after she got home from Italy. She's sitting there in the living room playing her brand new bald, Baldwin piano. And uh, I looked over and she's playing this amazing music. And the first thing I noticed was there wasn't any sheet music on the piano. Oh, and wow. that like, I mean, it, it it's drastic enough in our home that I'm like, When did you memorize that music? And I asked her and she proceeded to share this experience that she had had earlier in the day. And she had, she'd Mm. heard this frequency and she had been able to go and and just play this piece. And so the music she was playing was a composition that she had written in, in under two hours. And, uh, Mm. We have a very good friend who's a very accomplished music writer has has won several Grammys and, and lives in Nashville. And he listened to this and said that there was very few musicians in in the United States could that could even play it. Wow! And, uh, wow! It,
1: he always brags on me. I try I'm <laughs> like don't say too That's much. Good. That's why
2: we're here. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah. Much.
2: So like you know, he just he told her at the time he, he was blown away and. Frankly, I don't think he ever believed her that she wrote it in as fast as she did, because he said, we haven't seen music like this since the likes of Beethoven and Bach and Mozart. Hmm.
0: Wow. Um,
2: and, and he he went to school at Berkeley. So, I mean, he's very highly he's, educated in he's music. A,
1: he's a professor. He's, at Berkeley.
2: Uh, He's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so here she is. She's. Like discovered this gift that she can hear frequency. You ought to explain to him like how that process is. What you hear. I don't
1: know how deep we want to go or what. We well, I was
0: do. kind of I was kind of wondering oh. um, when you hear these frequency frequencies and vibrations, is it mm-hmm. an actual audible? sensation that you hear like as i would be speaking and you can hear or is it kind of like in your mind's eye more internal
3: type thing yeah
0: yeah, Yeah. yes some type of like you hear it internally
1: yeah so it's something internal and it's and a lot of people are like oh can you hear me right now (laughs) no it is Mm -hmm. literally like there are certain universal laws that i follow as far as asking a person permission to even tap in or dive in Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm really careful about those laws and how i do that but Thomas brought this, so this is a this is a singing bowl. I don't know if you've ever yes, been introduced to it. I've like seen this. the
3: ones from Tibet, like the Tibetan singing bowls. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So this yeah. one's a crystal singing a crystal glass singing bowl, but so what I hear sounds similar to this, but not exactly. It's as close as I can find. So let's see if I can just do like, can you hear that? Uh huh. So it's somewhat like this, however, it's moving. It's not just like a constant note. So mm. when I tap into a person, it's like I hear this frequency, somewhat like what I just played, but it's con- it's moving. And so when I'm playing the piano, I'm not playing a melody. I'm not playing like it's not a song. It's literally a resonance that I'm matching in the piano with the strings and the hammers and everything that's happening inside the piano. The piano becomes like this big ball, <laughs> if that makes mm. sense.
0: And it's kind of like because you said you can't play – by ear or anything it just mm-hmm. does it seem like that those resonances and those vibrations are just kind of forming internally and then kind of coming out
1: that's right of that's your right. body so like right so it's like as soon as I have a connection to whatever I'm asking to hear mm-hmm. there's a connection that happens and then I just feel like a conduit I feel like a channel yeah. I don't even feel like in control of my fingers or anything like that it just yeah comes through me if that makes sense
3: yeah, that's, no, it, it that's ab- incredible. It absolutely does. I mean, that's some – yeah. So here – and this question may be a, a little – I don't really off base, but I, I want to see maybe tying these things together. So there's such a thing called a, a Reichenbach method. It was deliver, developed a long time ago, and it has something to do with uh, a human being's aura or living being's auras. Do you work with that at all when you talk about resonances? Like, you can you – does – does that make sense what I'm saying? You can literally see yeah. that aura that's shielding around a, a person or a thing.
1: Uh huh. So, yes, um, I actually see auras and chakras. So, some people wow. come to me just for an alignment of chakras, and I'll use sound to do that, um, just like looking at you. Right now, Josh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm all in dive and you, She's
0: looking at you. <laughs> I know I've been sitting here kind of nervous. I'm like, oh man. I know,
1: I could feel you. I like, hope I'm
0: putting off what, something what good. I'm shutting off my video. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: kidding. I wouldn't do that here, but it's it's really fun. So it's like the more that I awaken and the more I open, the more that I listen, the more that I see. Um wow. even wow. like five years ago, I didn't even know what a chakra was. I mean, or um Some people are a little nervous about the path that I'm headed on, but I'm not nervous. I'm really, I'm really grateful to be on the path that I'm on. And I've helped a lot of people, Um, even people who are plagued with, they've been in some haunted house or something. I have been able to feel certain attachments to dark entities or light entities or things like that. Um, I worked with a woman about a week ago who just said, I always felt like I was haunted and I just said, well, you are, (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah, you are. So let me help you with that. But oftentimes it's not like scary. It's not creepy. It's literally that these entities don't know where to go. They've attached to light. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes I just say, you know, because a person is a person of light, then this, this being has attached to it or assigned it as something that could protect them.
0: Is a, does something like that, trying to rid somebody of maybe like a passenger or something for lack mm-hmm. of a better term for me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that that can happen in like just one session or over a week or a year or how, how long would something like that
1: kind of take? Every case is different. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes once is enough. Sometimes it's literally having a conversation with that entity or person or being or whatever. It's a conversation. Um, and then sometimes sometimes, it's, it's gone. And then they call and say, it's back.
2: <laughs> wow. So,
1: wow. um, I, you know, it just kind of depends on what we're dealing with and what type of entity we're dealing with.
3: Hitchhikers, yeah. you know, and I'm sure that that too, yeah, there you, go. you know, and just to kind of clarify a little bit for our listeners, you know, I mean, we, we tag that a lot of times the stigma is that these things are dark and they're, you know, mm-hmm. it, it attaches itself more to, to the cult world than anything. But in reality, it's just really a matter of, it's just another form of energy that we don't understand as humans. And, and correct me if I'm wrong or if there's more Agreed. to that. But I, I think we don't understand what it is. If we're not familiar with it, it makes us nervous and it makes mm-hmm. us put off. And so we're automatically going to stigmatize it to a certain thing. And, and I, maybe that's a lot of the reasons why it has the reputation it does, I suppose.
1: I agree with you. Uh, absolutely.
3: Wow. Wow. Speaking okay. of hitchhikers, my cat
0: thinks she was invited to this. I've
3: been watching you. Yeah. I was hoping it was your cat and not something else. So um, we're seeing
1: something strange on your right. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: So if if you don't mind, Melissa, so number one, that's fascinating. I uh, I I have more, maybe later, on, more questions about the composer that you were talking about. And again, if it's personal, you know, let us know. Um, that fascinates me of what that connection looked like, but that may be a whole nother story in itself. And it kind of sounds like maybe that is. And so we want to try to give as much to our listeners here as we can. When you describe resonances and how they work, can we go into just that theory of, of who we are and how we accept them and how they kind of go around our daily world? Okay.
2: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh.
1: Take a deep breath. Okay. Is that
2: too much? You want to help with that? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Shortly she discovered she had this gift and it was really cool. I mean, she was tapping into all kinds of things and playing the frequency of many, many different things. And And we thought this is amazing, but we didn't know what the application was like, okay, cool. So you could play music, but what does it mean? And, and what is it for? And, you know, it's interesting. And every Albert Einstein proved mathematically that everything is energy, right? Mm -hmm. Everything is frequency. Yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, when he discovered this, he, he said, and I think Nikolai Tesla later uh, said this again, that um, the future of medicine would be the medicine of frequency. And that's because he understands everything is frequency. Everything is energy. And, it was shortly after Melissa discovered this gift. Um, I'll never forget the first time it happened. We had somebody knock on our front door. And this individual, it was a lady, and, and um, I went to answer the front door. And by the time I got there, this lady was almost back to her vehicle. And uh, I was like, uh, did you just knock on my front door? And she, she immediately started to apologize. She was extremely embarrassed and, and kind of stammering a little bit. And she's like, I don't look. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm here. She's like, I just felt drawn to your house. Hmm. I felt like there was something here that I needed. And she's, I'm, she just kept saying, I'm sorry. I feel so foolish. And I said, well, you know, why don't you come in? Let's figure it out, which kind of caught her by surprise. So she came in. I introduced her to Melissa and Melissa's like, well, uh, I think I know what it is. Why don't you sit down here by my piano? And so she she asked this lady permission. She said, you know, I I can hear different things with sounds. Can I hear your frequency? And the lady didn't really know what this meant, but she said, okay. And Melissa started to play. And this lady had a, uh, not a breakdown, but like just an emotional release release Sorry. wow
3: wow and
2: uh yeah i got out of there it was very uncomfortable um
0: <laughs> just gave me goosebumps actually i know yeah it's crazy
2: so this lady's this is just sobbing. being they, they have their little this is her first official music therapy session and uh this lady's just sobbing when she's done and she's like this is exactly what i've been praying for thank you thank you thank you and she leaves and melissa and i are just kind of like well that was strange <laughs> you know this happens a couple more times like we didn't know who this lady was i mean we live in a small rural area but we didn't we had no idea who this lady was we'd never met her right and uh and we start to have additional individuals coming to our house and they're all using the same language we bet we feel drawn we feel like there's something here we need hmm. and so melissa starts to do this more and more and what happened is that these individuals started to come and they started you know at first it was emotional and then they started to come and they had some serious physical ailments, whether it be like Lyme's disease or MS or um, stroke, cancer, paralysis, like all these things. And, and Melissa was always clear. She's, you know, she never promises somebody that she can help them. She just, I'll play what I hear. And what started happening is that these very, very sick individuals uh, started to see remarkable improvement in their, in their emotional being and in their, in their health. And, uh, we didn't quite know what this meant and it's been a process of learning. So you start talking about resonance. Um, you know, just April of 2019, I believe university of Utah released a study and the study said that they, they looked and patients that listened to Mozart's music in combination with their, um, uh, what would you call it? Treatment regimen that the doctor prescribed. They healed quick, quicker and more complete than those individuals that were just doing it without the music. And they, they didn't quite understand, you know, what was going on, but all they knew is that those that included Mozart's music in their, in their treatments were getting better quicker. Hmm. And it was specific to Mozart. And it's interesting that these, these greats, the Mozart Bach and Beethoven and, and Rossini, These individuals, um, when you start looking back, uh, they understood frequency. And so you fast forward a little bit, there was just, uh, there, I think it was over in England and I wish I had it right in front of me. It's been a crazy day. Otherwise I would have, but, um, you know, you have a resonant frequency of like a crystal glass and we all know what happens when you find that resonant frequency and amplify it. You've, Mm -hmm. You've seen this demonstration where the glass shatters and, uh,
1: when its own frequency is, is being emitted, it will cause it to shatter.
0: Okay. I was, mm. yeah, I never really knew that. So yeah, when, it, like... when the, when the, re, when the frequency is matched,
1: <clears throat> right. So there's it, shatters this, it, right. There's a gentleman who will like tap on this crystal glass and then he'll use his voice, but he'll match the tone and the frequency and it will shatter in his hand.
2: Wow. Oh. You have mm-hmm. seen the opera singer that will shatter. Yeah, glass? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what's happening. If you were to take and ping that glass, that, 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 the sound that it emits is the mm. frequency of that glass. So if you match that perfectly and you amplify it, that it can't handle it and it shatters it. Hmm. Um, and so it's finding that resonant frequency of that object. The Tacoma Narrows Bridge collapsed because the wind blowing through it, uh, the resonant frequency matched that of one of the parts you in the bridge. the bridge, and it, it, uh-huh. and that's what caused that that massive bridge to fail and collapse. So, resonant frequency is very, very powerful. There again, reminding that everything is frequency. Yeah. Everything has a frequency. Right. So, bringing this back to what Melissa does and what where we're going with this is um, like Albert Einstein said, the future of medicine is frequency. And it's we're one big electrical circuit board mm-hmm. and full of frequency. And so while we're still on the front end of this and and we're now starting to work with scientists and doing actual research to figure out what exactly is going on, researchers over in England have found that, like, leukemia cells, when they hit a certain frequency, the leukemia uh, cells break apart.
3: Really? Wow, That's that's interesting.
1: They're calling it the 11th harmonic.
2: Hmm. 11th harmonic. Wow. So you are finding that just like this crystal glass, that when you hit the resonant frequency, it shatters.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if
2: you can find the frequency of maybe some of these destructive things, these little tiny, you know, cancers and that, um, that frequency, maybe this the answer to what we're maybe looking for. Maybe the key to what we're looking for.
3: You know, that's amazing. And and you know, I've seen pictures of the Tacoma Narrows. You mentioned that, and it was designed like there's a picture in the '60s where literally it looks like a ribbon in the wind. Like it was designed so well that it did not break. It, it stayed together. And then you mentioned the free, it just, it, it met that frequency and it just didn't, you know, it's just amazing. You think about these things and you don't, hmm, crazy. Um, bear with us. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. Melissa, Tom, I got some quick questions. Of course, we all do. Um, so stand by, folks.
2: Welcome, Beyonders.
4: to this weird place who
2: are these two crazy guys and what is going on beyond terrestrial or bt for short is a podcast dedicated to the strange the macabre the conspiratorial and all things supernatural hosted by dan martin and lee eriot two guys who discovered late night radio shows like coast to coast while working the night shift and stumbled into a world of fantastic tales and local legends. We share these
0: stories with our dedicated fans we lovingly call Beyonders every other Tuesday. Join me and Lee as we take a mysterious journey into obscure local tales and spin up some hot takes on the supernatural stories we all know and love. Two
4: words. Interdimensional
2: Bigfoot. Oh yeah.
3: All right. So Melissa and and Tom too, you both mentioned music and uh, music has always been some, I mean, I know a lot of it, a lot of us are the same way, but music gets me through the best days and the worst days. It always has. Uh, When you talk about, you go through different eras of time, Beethoven, Bach, we have what we have around now. Uh, Melissa, have you always been a music fan? Like, have you always felt you were drawn to that? You think that was maybe a foothold in your research now and what you guys are doing?
1: I've always loved music, but maybe not today's hits or things like that. I mean, okay, so I have to be honest, I grew up on this little, well, it wasn't that little cattle ranch, and my dad didn't believe in like TV or radios or news or anything like that, so In a way, I grew up in a really meditative environment. So even going to school, like the kids would be talking about Metallica or whatever, and I'm like, I've never heard it. Metallica (laughs) is that (laughs) a disease? It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. But you know, like I've broadened my horizons now. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've always loved music or the instruments um, of music. But like even today's hit music, like um, there are certain songs that get people through. This I know. Whether it's pump you up to exercise or some, a loss of a loved one. There's this, there's these songs that can comfort and that can heal. Or, you know, even with Alzheimer's, some of the, um, some of our Alzheimer's patients will hear music from their time and
2: mm-hmm. it will
1: like bring them back to life and they'll start remembering things. So um, there is, I, there's a real power in music.
0: Definitely. And I wonder if it is just when you break music down, it is those resonances that are just jiving with your vibrations. And so that's yeah. why you're connecting so much with said song or said piece mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something like that. It that's, that's interesting.
3: Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. interesting. So I have a part two to that question too. And, and I'm sorry, John Josh for anything no, else no, to no, add fine. after. Um, let's go back a little bit when you talk about, and, and just because this is what our podcast is kind of about. So bear with us. However, <laughs> when you, <laughs> you talk dare. about, uh, attachments and things that people have come with and they've had not an ailment that's necessarily a disease, but something that really spiritually and emotionally is on top of them. And you can tell that have, Mm -hmm. have you had any previous experiences with that, a belief or um, anything that happened to your family or or did this kind of occur out of your experience five years ago? Like what's that scenario look like?
1: So I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable. Okay. (laughs) so, I think since I was a little girl, um, my best and closest friends were these four spirits that I, that no one else could really see, but they weren't of light, they were of dark, and I was afraid of them, to be completely honest, and I was completely afraid to tell anybody what I was experiencing. So, um, I don't know, I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere at the base of the UNA mountains. And my closest neighbor was my grandmother who was a mile from our house or half a mile, half a mile.
3: <laughs> it doesn't matter but, so I mean, far. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, but it's so dark. I mean, it's the nights are so dark and but, you know, we're not in a city. There's no street lights, there's no anything like that. But I never ever really took a day where I was sleeping without the lights somewhat on, or a night, does that make sense? It was just something that I was always afraid of. And it's funny. It's not that funny, but the first person that I dared to tell what was happening to me was Tom, when we were dating, and he actually experienced it with me, and oh, wow. he was like, "What is that?" I was wow. like, "Well, that's my life. That's that's what I live."
3: What, was it? He's <laughs> so, a keeper. He believes um, in me now. So yeah, what, yeah, that's amazing. So oh. I
1: don't know. I I I sometimes feel a little bit weird saying that, but it is my truth, and it's something mm. that. I just dealt with.
3: Well, we appreciate that, and, and I think that all of us here—and I can I safely say, because we've talked to Tom before—I think all of us here have experienced that, and and that's a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. You mimic my childhood. I, I grew up in Montana. My nearest neighbor was a mile away. I used to walk around in the field pretending I was getting interviewed. I had nothing better to do with my life. It was just okay. me. But there mm-hmm. was things that I were part of that as well that I never could explain. Um, So, I mean, it it absolutely makes sense to me, you know, what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's just, that's amazing. That's amazing.
1: And I might, I might dive into just a little bit about frequency and what's happening in our mind. So I believe that everywhere in the air, there are certain frequencies that are being emitted and depending on where we are inside, like whatever we feel inside is kind of what we're tapping into. So even think about our current situation right now with the coronavirus. There are some places that I go and I say, everyone is tuned into this frequency of fear and it is almost palpable. I mean, or you can go somewhere and you can tune into a frequency of happiness or joy or go, go on a playground with the kids and you'll tune into a different frequency. Um, because we're, we're kind of like that way in our mind. Um, I just, I think we forget the power that we have in our mind to change the frequency that we're tuned into. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the mind is a powerful thing as cliche as that is. I mean, it controls everything about you really. I mean, if you go into something with a negative attitude, you're only going to get negative things back. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Yeah. Results match results. I mean, that's something, that's something to do with that. and And I, yeah, I firmly believe. Um, Here's a quick question for Tom, if you don't mind, and this kind of filters on just because we know you from previous. We've had you on the podcast, uh, and this is more curiosity than anything, but with your guys' research together and Melissa's abilities and, and what you've managed to put together, um, how has that have really affected your encounters, let's say, that you've had at Skinwalker? Has it been better, worse? Has it helped cope? Did, I mean – anything to do with that? Because I feel like it would be. And I feel like when we talk about these things that we don't realize whether they're, uh, attachments, whatever have you, that again, they're living on another frequency that maybe we just don't, we can't pick up on. Do you feel skinwalkers
2: a portion of that in your lives or. You know, um, I've really had to, you know, as we discussed a little bit in the other podcast, um, in the last five years, I've really had to readjust a lot of my beliefs and, and also this new understanding of even an eye awake being awakened to the fact that there's a lot more out in this world and, and and a lot more going on than what I was aware of before. And um, I, I will tell you, my belief system now is I do not believe in coincidences um everything, hindsight's 2020, 20, and like, when I look back, everything is so perfectly orchestrated the way that this has happened. Um, I mean, m- we have this amazing beautiful grand piano fall in our laps um, in what was it March of 2015. And then Melissa has this Italy gift, or yeah, this Italy trip, basically gifted to her. Uh, hmm. it was, wow. it was a group of ladies that had already paid and one of them got sick at the last minute and couldn't go. And so they called Melissa and said, Hey, the trip's yours. If you just want to buy your airfare. So she got a nine day trip to Italy all paid for with the exception of airfare and, uh, goes over there and has this amazing experience where she discovers this gift. And then you, then we have this process of, of, you know, about nine months or 10 months where we're learning through trial and error of, of what the application of this frequency is and then here comes uh the spring of 2016 and I meet Jim Morrison and, and introduced to Skinwalker Ranch and then through that um you know Skinwalker Ranch has given me exposure and, and uh given me uh access to some of the greatest most brilliant minds on the planet we some of the scientists and the minds that have come and visited Skinwalker Ranch are just incredible. Mm. And uh, Melissa and I are very, very united in everything we do. And and so when people meet me, um, they, they meet her. And mm-hmm. when they start hearing about what we're doing, um, you know, anecdotal stuff is so hard to tell because we can t- sit here and tell of all these amazing experiences that happened. I'm a science guy myself. Like I want... I want data, you know, hardcore, tangible. Right. This is what's going on. Proof and this has been
3: yeah.
2: hard for me because there's so much that cannot be explained. Although I will say that now we're coming forward with Skinwalker Ranch and these brilliant minds that I've had the privilege of being around have taken a great interest in what Melissa can do. And so as she shares her gift with them and, and sh- uh, we've given them some music to do some analysis on and they're, oh. we're, we're, you know, they're starting to look at the brain of what's taking place, you know, like what the, what are those EEG units, mm-hmm. you know, you put them on and, mm-hmm. and you watch what's going on when this music, when this frequency is being played. So now we're starting to get into the science of this. And I've got these minds that are brilliant that are doing the analysis. And so there's that aspect. And then um, there's my injury and all of the crazy things that I've experienced on the ranch. And one of the thing, one of the biggest things that Melissa does with her frequency with the music is this clearing. And um, there've been many times when I have come home, we call them hitchhikers or, or, you know, um, I can't remember what you called them earlier, but passenger, um, but a hitchhiker makes way more sense, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. These hitchhikers. So people, you know, a lot of people ask me, well, what do you do to protect yourself? And it, it, I don't have four hours to give you an explanation. So I just say, you know, I, I have different things that I can use, but Melissa and her music and frequency is probably the greatest tool that we have in our home. And there have been times where I've come home completely messed up from
1: like not even himself. He'll walk through the door wow. and I'm like, I don't even know this man. We, I must help him.
2: Like, so, so I've come home with like, I know this sounds crazy, but curses um, to where I have parts of my body that can't even move okay. and, um, are, it, it, I can physically feel it. It's like something, you know, whether it's in my back or whatever, and Melissa will take and using her music or this frequency, she can tap in and she can clear it and release it. And it will, it will put me back to right, uh, ground me again and, and get me back to ground zero. And wow. so, yes, this, like, yeah, we I'm, use this all the
1: time. I'm not going to lie. Sorry not to interrupt. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, that, there has been a little bit of a scary element of having Tom work on Skinwalker Ranch on a daily basis. Um, yeah. But also gratitude on my end as to, um, I look at it and I think it's all magical. That first my awakening came and then Tom being on Skinwalker Ranch and just right. being able to help him through some of that and navigate through some of that. And I've also helped other members on the team as well um, navigate through some of this this yeah. okay. unnatural things that that's we can't ama- see. That's
3: amazing. That's amazing. No, I mean, that, uh, goes, awesome. that, go,
0: that goes along the thing with there are no coincidences. You know, if he was meant to do that, you were meant to be awakened and figure Absolutely. this whole resonance thing out. Um, while you're doing that and you're healing, you know, uh, parts of the body, you're just like the whole soul or whatever, um, do you meditate while these resonances are being played? Like, is, Or is, is that like an important other factor, or does do you necessarily have to get into like a meditative state?
1: Not always do I have to be in a meditative state, especially when working with entities. I want to be very much more coherent and aware of what's going on in a physical way. Focused, right. Uh-huh. But if I'm helping someone with a deep healing, I'm very much in a meditative space just two very different things.
3: That's mm -hmm, Um, But
1: like with Thomas, a lot of it is energy clearing and not necessarily always with a piano, but like looking at his chakras or seeing dark spots within him and just adding light or more like working with energy, if that makes sense. I use essential oils and energy and Mm -hmm. some things like that. But um, I hope that I hope
3: that answers the question. No, yeah, no, that absolutely, yeah, that absolutely does. Um, You know, and it's, it's funny. It's almost like you're Tom's amulet in a way, (laughs) which is kind of funny. Do you, so we've read through some of the stuff. Of course, I've got the app on my phone and and we want to get into that, I think a little bit um, just to bring some clairvoyance to that and what that looks like. You mentioned oils and other things that you use. Are you big into minerals or rocks or crystals? Do you use them in your meditations or does it really vary?
1: So I wouldn't say that I'm big into them, but if they come to me, (laughs) so like a lot of things that I use just find me through random people who just say, I feel like you need this. It's so bizarre. Um, but I use a lot of selenite. Um, sometimes I'll even just put, I have a lot of it. I'll put my piano in a circle of selenite. Um, and, and minerals, not so much. I haven't dove into minerals too much. Although we, we have a little bit, um, But yeah, I do use my rose quartz and um, hematite for protection or like Mm -hmm. I wear my little, I've got a little black tourmaline and hematite on here. I noticed that actually. That's why I asked (laughs) because
3: you had your hand up. I was like, oh, I think I know what that is.
1: Yeah, I have a little bit, but I'm not an expert (laughs) in any of that, if that makes sense. Or even essential oils, I don't claim to be an expert in essential oils. In fact, I use them in a very different way than a traditional person would use them. Or I don't go to a lot of the published published resources, I really tap into, like, just communicate with the spirit, what do you need? And in fact, when Tom was in the hospital with his injury, he was on morphine and Teradol and two other um, pain meds through an IV application. And his whole body was numb. And he told me it hasn't touched the pain in my head. It like it will not touch the pain in my head. And so I did what I do, and I just kind of tapped in, and he just begged for peppermint. So I said, well, peppermint doesn't really have any of those healing properties, but we're going to put it all over your head. Yeah. And he'll tell you it's what it's what made him find relief.
3: Wow. that wow. just something you felt You felt like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've got one more question. And um, then, John, Josh, have you got anything that we can go into kind of your app and stuff? Um, and this is more along, the, I guess, the metaphysical lines, what we're talking about. Your area where you live at, I know when we go up there, it's not just that branch in general. and again, this is about you know your work, Melissa, and your research, but that area is very unique compared to other areas where you guys live at and what you're surrounded by, whether it be the rocks or the structures or um, that just the land in general. Do you feel that helps with your meditation? Does that help with anything or do you really think location's a thing?
1: As far as being able to meditate, is I mean, that yeah
3: more, in tune, more with, in tune with how you help people, how you're yeah. researching, how you're getting into everything. do you think that area helps you with that, or do you think' it has anything to do with that?
1: you know what it's fascinating because we've been talking like everything happens for a reason. <laughs> I feel like I was born and you know to my parents and here for a reason, and um. Even having the opportunity to go on Skinwalker Ranch, there are places on the ranch where I feel closer to a higher power than I've ever felt anywhere. Um, I've been high up in the high Uintas, and I a lot of it, too, I feel is um, maybe not ne- necessarily so much the location, but how quiet it is. I know that you can find other quiet places, but in meditation, I think it's really important that wherever you wherever you can find peace, wherever you can find quiet, wherever you can find calm. So like in a, in a really busy city, I think it's harder to find that peace and calm, especially in terms of frequency and everything that's going on. Um, Mm. But more like rural areas and um, things like that. I do think it's a lot easier to calm the mind and calm the body.
3: Yeah. But
1: I do think that our area is special. I mean, obviously there's something happening here and um Anyways, I don't know if we want to go into that much. <laughs> oh,
0: or whatever you want to get into, we're we're into it. I was kind of. I was kind of curious, and this is I don't want like not too off topic, but one of my favorite uh, authors. You could call him a paranormal researcher or whatever. His name's John Keel. Have you guys ever heard of him? He he he's most famous for the Mothman prophecies. There was like a Richard Gere movie made of it. Um, he talks a lot about the super spectrum, and it that when I sometimes when I listen to some of your stories and uh, some of the things you talk about, it reminds me of the super spectrum where you know we can only see on this certain level from 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 here to here, and there's so much going on over here and over here. And just because we, we don't think it exists cause we're not aware of it, but there's stuff happening all over that realm. And it just kind of, I guess it's more of a statement, not necessarily a question, um, but it just kind of reminds me of John Keel and his, his idea of the, he called, he calls it the super spectrum. Um, right. So it, um, that, that really fascinates me. I think it's just really cool. It's more of a statement than a question, but yeah. I, I kind of thought the same thing. Um, I was uh just thinking about how like the super spectrum covers everything from like ultra low frequency to o- ultra high frequency audio wave, uh, just like wavelengths of, of light and sound and uh, and it was i I was thinking about that when you were talking about it too. I thought it was really interesting mm-hmm. I guess that's just a statement, not a question. Also. <laughs>
2: it's a discussion
1: yeah and i'm not familiar with that his work yeah yeah Um,
0: he he was uh he's passed away now um he wrote a a bunch of books in like the 70s 80s um not all on that like i said he's kind of like a ufo men in black researcher but he does like one mm -hmm. of his big things is the super spectrum so Mm -hmm. um yeah i think it's fascinating and it makes total it makes perfect sense to me like i I resonate with this kind of theory of resonancy mm-hmm. a lot. Like it, it just makes sense to me with agreed. Yeah. You know, you, you find that, you find that level. And of course it's going to affect something else. I mean, it that just seems kind of obvious really when you, when you really think about it.
2: Well, and you know, um, mm. I, I will say that I think and, and I'm not alone in this. I'm not going to out the other members of my team, but I'm not alone in this at the ranch. There's brains smarter than mine. A lot of what's going on on that ranch is cognitive. It's, it's, um, it's, there are some incredible things happening and, and it all ties into energy. And, mm. you know, you're talking earlier, we have music that gets us hyped up and ready to compete. We have music that calms us down and helps us relax. We have music that takes us back. And is nostalgic, and and you have all of these sounds, these frequencies that can make you feel different ways. That's a very low level, um, conscious, surface application of sound and frequency. So it, I, I have it on very good uh, knowledge that frequency. If 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 you can take a sound and make somebody feel like. There, they, you know, get them hyped up or get them relaxed. Then the next logical step is frequency can be used to also make you want to do a lot of other things. And it can, you know, we'll just, we'll just call it programming, right? Um, mm-hmm. can help or can create cause somebody to, uh, maybe do things that are out of the ordinary for them or, or everything's, everything's frequency and, And there's even some Russian researchers that have done a lot of research on this, as far as what frequency is doing, even down to our DNA. So um, the the way that our DNA is made up and you've got the 97% that they've always called junk DNA. They didn't know what it it did. And now, you know, as they're starting to study frequency, they're realizing that this, this 97% that they thought was junk that they didn't think did anything is actually a big hard drive. And, as they're looking at wow. the frequency of this DNA and what they're able to do by by putting frequency into it, it is unbelievable where science is going with this. And so you talk about the men in black and, and kind of this deep state. Um, I, I will say that I, I do worry about the technology out there that maybe we're not aware of and, and how frequency can be used to... Um, Manipulate individuals, manipulate a society and uh, cause things that, uh, an outcome that is desired by those that are using it.
3: Well, there's already weapons supposedly out there that they've been studying that is the exact same thing. What's a shame with that is that we choose to make it into, if they exist, a weapon rather than a healing moment Mm -hmm. or power. And that's what's a shame because we are yet small As the human race is, you know, Mm -hmm. some of us are pretty big, but most of us are not. So, you know, sadly enough, Um, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Stand by, folks.
4: Evening, ma'am. Hey, y'all. What can I do you for? Can I have a glass of Chardonnay? I'm sorry, darling. We don't serve that here. Any Merlot? I'm pretty sure you don't want these feet going nowhere near them grapes. Alrighty, how about a craft beer? Oh yeah, we got plenty of craft beer. Which one you want? No, not crap beer. Craft beer. Oh no, hell no. I'm, I'm pretty sure the bar down the street serves that. Okay, well, what do you serve? I'm glad you asked. Welcome to the Backwoods Barcast. We serve up moonshine, cheap beer, bottom shelf liquor, and stories even harder to swallow. Join Nick and Brittany and the janitor Steven as we discuss southeastern mysteries and mayhem, including but not limited to UFOs, true crime, the paranormal, and much more. So knock four times, grab a stool, let the bar talk commence, and as always, drink more beer.
3: All right, so we're back with Thomas and Melissa Winterton. Um. We've talked through frequency, resonances, how it affects uh, everything else. Right now, let's get down to the bare bones of your work and your research, namely the app. And I, I want to say real quick, I number one, I, I've got the app on my phone. I, I've tried it. I, today, I, I kind of walked through it again. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. You know, Because I'm in the middle of a construction site and I'm trying to be peace of mind. So it really probably wasn't as applicable <laughs> as it should have been on my side. But what I find it funny, and, and hopefully you guys are okay with this, there's a lot of attributes to the app. There's a lot of different steps to it. How you built it and how you walk a, a person through uh, that meditation and what that looks like I think is amazing. There's one portion that is, uh, talks about finding a gate in your mind. And then walking through that gate, and I find it funny that the gate that I pictured was a Skinwalker gate. Uh, nice. <laughs> I, I couldn't get it out of my head, but it was there, and I was like, okay, well, I'll just let that be. If I get to walk did through you that gate through the someday, gate? well, I haven't yet. That's up to Tom, and you know. So. But <laughs> I just find it funny that that's kind of the relationship with everything. But um, very interesting app, and I and I guess that's a start of how long did it take you to develop that to come up with what that looks like. And the response to it, I, I think, is great. But can we talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure. So actually, before they, before there was an app, um, well, actually, I, I want to touch on this just a little bit. So I remember the day that I was sitting in my living room, and I had just helped somebody with this, their own awakening or their own personal healing. And um, I remember thinking, this is great. I love doing this one-on-one but I feel this call within me to do something on a much grander scale. And so in fact, like when that call within me came, then I had a series of events that led me down a Hollywood route. And I was quite excited to go down this Hollywood route. And I thought it was the right route for me until there was a series of things that happened that clearly made it uh, very clear that that was not the right route for me. Mm. And so I turned to, I turned back to my source. I was, I always go to a higher source and ask for guidance. And what I received was to play the sounds of essential oils, which surprised me a little bit because I thought, why in the world play the sounds of essential oils? In fact, I have I have my oil, like there's an oil bottle right here. <laughs> and so I walked around like a crazy lady going like, can I hear the sound of this? And I, I clearly could not hear the sound of of this bottle of oil. And so I went back to source and source communicated with me um that came from somewhere oh yeah so that came from nature Hmm. so then i thought that makes a lot of sense because the most powerful meditations that a person can do is when the senses are awake when the eyes the sight the sound the touch the smell the taste anything that you can awaken before you meditate can make a much more deeper meditation and so then the light bulb kind of clicked for me and that's when I decided to go ahead and, and create a program. And I created this program just, just for me or just to just try and see what happens. And this is kind of fun in business because oftentimes if you act on those little inspirations and you just do what you're, what you're kind of seeing or feeling to do, I had no avenue I had no route. I had no funnel. I had no channel. I I had nothing. Mm -hmm. I just knew I was going to listen to the sounds of these essential oils and something would happen. And sure enough, within three months, I was sitting next to a gentleman at a networking meeting and I told him what I was doing. And he basically said, well, can I hear it? Can I hear something? And he he was funny. So he had lemon essential oil in his bag and he pulls it out and I'm going, this is weird. So he pulls out his lemon oil and I email him the sound and he listens to the sound and he just starts crying. And I'm like, okay, this is like, we're in a room with a hundred people. And um, anyways, he just looked at me and he said, I want to help you do this. And so together him and I um, began, we created a, a book and a CD just to see how it would go. And he had a big essential oil line with a lot of people under him. And so Within a matter of five months, I went from idea to actual product to my meditation wow. process being in fourteen countries. Wow! Um, huh. Which was a which was a fast timeline.
3: <laughs> you said five months. Five months. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy! That's incredible. Yeah. 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 Number one, the app is amazing um, and I, I'm just waiting for time to go up in the mountains and use it and kind of get in the right frame of mind when you go through the steps and we listen to your narration and, and what you want to go through. Um, I imagine you've had great feedback from the app, I assume.
1: Yeah, we've had excellent feedback. Well, and when we transitioned from the book and CD, that's what gave us the courage or the confidence to create an app because we had great response with that in the beginning and um
2: the so the the reviews the the response has been phenomenal and and Mm -hmm. you know being an entrepreneur all of our idea every one of us thinks our idea is the next billion dollar idea Mm -hmm. right like we're all in love with our company and and we got the next thing that's going to change the world and and that's what makes us great but it's also what makes us failures a lot of times because we can't you can't read the label from inside the bottle. And so um, because we've started so many companies, the first thing I want to do is uh, I want to get it in front of the big, the toughest critics because if you can't withstand the criticism or you, they're, they're immediately going to bring to light things that you didn't think about. And we've been around the block enough to know that while I may think it's a great idea, I may have overlooked quite a few things to get to that point. Sure. And and we're just to the point, like, I, I'm not interested in spending a lot of time and energy and money on something that's not going to go anywhere. And so mm. uh, one of the first things that Melissa's first time of rolling this out was to an audience of 400 people. Um, mm. Before that, <laughs> we had uh, done it in just a couple small groups, but that was really the test was uh, she did it at a convention, 400 people in the audience and did it as a group meditation. And the thing that makes this meditation special is once once you understand how to do this, this is this is a process that takes three minutes, and uh, we immediately started seeking out individuals that meditated on a regular basis, uh, individuals that taught meditation, people that you would define as meditation experts, right? That's who we wanted to try this, and so Melissa has sat down with some of the, the thought leaders and, and mindfulness leaders in the, in the space and said, will you try my meditation and give me some feedback? Mm-hmm. And the feedback has been consistent across the board. And, and the amazing thing is, is that a lot of these meditation experts, the number one thing that we get back is that, you know, for me to get into a theta state of meditation, it takes 45 minutes to an hour to really get to a point where I can start to see things and start to have that experience of, and with, with Melissa's meditation process, these experts are getting into a theta state of meditation in 45 to 60 seconds. Wow. And they've never experienced anything like it. And it's because when you take the frequency, you're like Melissa said, when you include all the senses, this, that you're, you're looking like, take for example, the lemon you're seeing a picture on the app of the lemon grove. You're smelling the lemon oil on your, your wrist. It's obviously you're touching it. You know, it's going in on a cellular level and then you're hearing the frequency. What's happening is you're aligning all of your senses almost immediately. And then, you know, by going through that gate, visualizing that gate, walking through it, and then allowing yourself to go wherever you're going to go. Um, individuals are having life changing experiences in under three minutes. And, uh, we're getting ready to license this app, uh, with a, with a company. And, uh, one of the things was the feedback we got just last week. Well, this, you know, this is great. We love it, but we need some more field testing. And we simply said, you, you say when and where, and we'll show up. And we happened to be at her grandparents' Mm -hmm. house in Wichita and said, you get us a group together in Wichita, we'll go do it. And so, they got a group together, a group of people and Melissa went and did a group meditation and we're talking after a few minutes, these sounds are only three to five minutes long. These individuals are in tears and um, I'd say 85%, 90% of these individuals had, this is their language. This isn't us. This is their language, life changing, life altering experiences through their meditation. Mm -hmm. And so The results are very, very um, definitive. They're amazing. And uh, we've had individuals. uh, She had a girl. She went and did it at a women's retreat. Young lady there that's been through drug rehab, I think she said seven times. Oh, boy. Um, This poor young girl has been, I mean human trafficking, you name it. You name it she's she's been, been through it. it. And yeah. then she turned to these drugs as a, a way to try to cope with her messed up life and nothing had worked. And so she's at this women's retreat. Melissa does the meditation with them as a group. And uh, this short little three minute meditation, this individual had an, an experience where she saw, and that's the thing is most people see something in their meditation, not everyone, but a lot like uh, overwhelming majority. She saw what she needed to do, and she told Melissa at the conference, this has done more for me than all seven rehabs combined. And Melissa talked to her just uh, like four or five months ago. Mm -hmm. It's been two years, and she's still sober and has remained sober, and she credits it to this meditation. So very powerful, very effective. Um, And
1: uh, So I like to tell a lot of people that oftentimes what we're dealing with physically – before it was physical, whether it's addiction or illness or disease or anything like that, before it was physical, it was emotional. And before it was emotional, it was in the spirit. And so working with meditation that deals with the spirit, if you can heal a piece that's broken in the spirit, you can heal emotionally and physically.
3: That's that's wow. perfect. Yeah. That, that, and, you know, it must give you – I mean, I, I couldn't imagine – with somebody like that, for an example, that mm-hmm. she's still doing well. And, and, and t- I mean, that just must make you feel, um, more than anything, just, you know, you, even if it's one human being you helped, you know, you right. helped that human being to me that that's, that's very gracious. That's amazing. So.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I, I feel really blessed to be part of it. I, I tell everyone it's not me. <laughs> um, uh, I, it's, it's something that has moved through me and it's something higher that Uh, You know, I just feel, I feel grateful to be part of it. Um, I feel like maybe sharing just one little short story. Oh yeah. um, um, Something that, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those, those stories that people can relate with maybe, or maybe understand a little bit more what's happening with the resonance. So I was visiting a good friend and this was in the beginning when I had just discovered what I could do. I was in Tennessee and she had a piano in her living room And she has a son who she adopted and she adopted him when he was little, like 18 months old. And he was 11 years old at the time when I was there visiting her. And she looked at me and she said, is there anything you could do for my son? So Mm. her and her son have never really been able to bond. He has rads. He's got all of these issues and and he, he doesn't trust anyone. And so I said, well, I would love to see what I could do. So I sat at the piano and I put him here where I could see him. He's 11 years old. And you have to think about a boy who's 11 years old. They're, they're like, I don't know, they're in that state where they're in between stages and they're not, they're not lovey-dovey. And it's, a <laughs> they're kind of, it's a weird yeah, time. It's a weird time Yeah, they're just figuring out life and they're stubborn and all of these things, right? So anyways, um, so all I did was I put the woman behind me and I asked her if I could hear the love she had for her son. And as soon as I connected and I could, I could hear this frequency and this resonance. I started to play her piano, and the le- eleven-year-old boy starts crying, and then sobbing, and then almost like angry cry, almost um, uncontrollably cry, which is completely out of character for him to ever cry. And I told him to run to his mom, and he curled up in a fetal position on her lap. Oh, wow! And um, anyways, I just kept playing, and and when when it was over. He fell asleep and when he woke up, he grabbed his mom's face and they're from Tennessee and he has this Southern accent and he goes, mama, that's all he said was mama. And then he climbed off her lap and looked outside and he said, the trees are so green. Um, Uh so even something physiologically had taken place in the color of the world that he saw. And, um, she has told me since then that he's been a changed boy. Yes, they still have their struggles, but he didn't quite know what love was until he heard it. He wow. couldn't feel it. He couldn't see it. But when he heard it and it was her love, he knew he was loved.
0: Wow. I want so, some <laughs>
1: so,
0: Um <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead.
1: So when people walk through their gate, just like this woman who was in, who went through drug rehab, and she was shown something, and she felt something. It was more. It was like real to her. Um, so it was like a missing piece that she never got. That love in the beginning, like she literally was born and handed off to another woman. So she never got that mother's love. But in her meditation, she got that same thing that that boy got, and it changed something into in her. So,
0: hmm. um, what is this app called?
1: <laughs> I don't think we've even addressed uh,
0: the, the name of this.
1: So it's called Resonance Meditations. Okay. Resonance. Yeah.
2: And can you find it just in the App Store? Or? You can.
1: Yep, you can find it. It
2: looks, the the app icon looks just like that if you can see the screen. Yeah. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah, And, and it you, is both on Google Play and Apple App Store. And, uh, you know, we're very proud of it. Um, we're in the beginning stages here. And uh, Melissa continues to add additional oils and, and we continue to, you know, improve the app and, and try to, uh, get better, but, uh, big things are happening and, uh, we're going to be making a big splash here soon with, with the app That's and awesome. uh, really, really, uh, turning a lot of heads. So we're excited. Well, don't forget well, defi- about it.
3: Don't forget about it when you get all big <laughs> and
2: famous and I'm
3: downloading
0: know. it as soon as I'm done recording this. So i i it sounds fascinating. I'd, I'd sound can't wait to check this out and and for
3: you listeners too we'll throw that in the in the notes so i'll try to find a link to that app um that'll pull out or web page uh tom you want to send that our way and then that way they have that they have that link and and they can look at that um that definitely yeah those stories are amazing i mean i i almost broke down i had to yeah it
0: gave me chills again when hearing about the uh the lady that was struggling with a drug addiction and everything and then two years later and she's i that's yeah it's incredible it's got to make you feel just great. I don't know. I would, I'd feel like the best person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it feels good to be part of something besides outside myself.
3: Yeah, it is good. And I think you've done, both of you have done a great job. Um, Melissa, your work and your research is, is amazing. Um, you know, we we've, we've really touched the tip of the iceberg on this thing, but you know, I, I don't know, does anybody else have any follow-up questions? Do, do you, Tom and Melissa have anything to promote anything else on your side that can help this and, and help grow what you guys are, are working
2: on? You know, we've referenced a few things. If, if people uh, want to go to the Resonance Meditations Facebook page, um, there's a lot of links. to. It. So when I um, am referring to, like, research, you know, these Russian researchers or the University of Utah research, um, we try to post that stuff on the Facebook page. So if people want uh, to, to dive in a little deeper and learn more about that and uh, know where our sources are at, a lot of that's posted on the Facebook page as well as, uh, Melissa shares her full story of, of how she, you know, who, who, how she developed her gift and that whole experience. That's, uh, she's got a video on her Facebook page telling about that experience as well. So if people want to know more and and are curious about that, they can go to the Facebook page and and there's more material there.
3: Uh, Yeah, that's amazing. Absolutely. Um, I get thank you for your time. I mean, we can't appreciate it enough that uh, you had time to come on and explain the story. Uh, I I know I was excited about it even initially when I reached out to Thomas about the other uh, thing that we did and, and you had mentioned it and I was like, well, I'm going to look into this and I got right into it. And and it's just been, it's kind of been the back of my mind for a long time. And, and our research, you know, when you talk about frequencies and other things, John Keel, you know, the super spectrum, the, there's more to it. there's frequencies around us. I really don't think we just can't tune into, or we have so many things like you guys said, that go around us that we just don't pay attention that it draws the world together in a way. And, and I, you know, I wish it was easy for people to, to be more tuned. And, and of course that's the homework you guys have in front of you really. So.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, as things move forward, um, this is, this is really my tie to the skinwalker ranch, uh, the energies that we are finding there, everything just keeps coming back to these same energies, these same frequencies, and uh, and so my hope is is that we, we, as we move forward and we start making discoveries, uh, it's it's going to wake people up to what's possible, and uh, you know as the medical field moves forward, and uh, maybe maybe yeah, maybe less in the United States than uh, outside the <laughs> United States. You know, I I, know what I you're won't mention say names because I don't want the Food yeah. and Drug Administration yeah. after me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I can read between the lines. I know what you. are oh, saying. Oh, did I say that out loud? <laughs> but uh, you know, as people do research with the frequency, uh, and and there are real effect, like real health effects, that start to come forward. I mean, let's face it. If if it gets to the point that you can slip on a set of headphones and listen to frequency and kill your cancer, that's fantastic for us. It's kind of a killer yeah. for the pharmaceutical companies. But um, good. You know, exactly. (laughs) but, uh, those kind of things, I think when, when there starts to become like really drastic, uh, applications that change people, that'll do a lot to move the the dialogue and, uh, and probably do a lot to move science forward, you know, not just in health, but then it's some, in some of these areas that the rest of us are interested in, you know, the paranormal world and, Mm -hmm. and that I think maybe those will start to make even more sense of how that stuff is occurring uh, yeah. yeah
3: absolutely and i think we're missing i i hope that i don't you know leave this world before there's some kind of an answer there and i and i think when you talk about this kind of a theory i think really that might be one of the keys when you talk about quantum physics you talk about these other things i think that's a key we're missing i think that might help explain some of the stuff as far as the pharmaceuticals and everything else you know mankind's mankind, it's always going to be there, but hopefully, you know, little guys like you and us and people that really care can kind of tramp that out and make it a better world and it'll take time. But you know, if you guys got the ambition, the perseverance, I think it's, it's well worth it. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well anyway. now if we disappear, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> don't We have yourself. this on record. We have this on record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly
0: <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, it wasn't
2: anything on the ranch,
3: it was the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. would that be ironic? That would just be I'm yeah. way
2: more scared of them than I anything I am of anything on the ranch. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you on For the real. Ranch.
3: So anyway, guys, thank you so much um, for being on. And we're going to wrap this up, but stay on if you don't mind Zoom, and we're just going to say thank you after we get to recording. Um, for those of you who want more about Thomas Winnerton and Melissa Winterden and what they're doing, uh, there'll be links in the show notes, and uh, by all means, we'll promote you guys. You can write us if you have any questions or uh, anything for them or anything else at strangejungles at gmail.com. You can call us at 801-252-6945. And uh, by all means, you know, hopefully we get a lot of feedback on this. And I actually was looking forward to this for a while. So I'm, I'm very happy that you found time in the midst of everything else you guys have going on to humble us and come on board. So thank you.
2: Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Awesome.
3: All right. Everybody close the gates.
0: You've been listening to a fourth-hand production.